Western Conference Podcast. We are back, and I'm telling y'all, we're bringing you these guests that not a lot of people is going to get. And when you can say Rich and Tone and not even have to say the last name, you know you're in the presence of greatness. Give it up for my brothers Rich and Tone Tower one time, yeah. baby. What's up? What's, What's up, y'all? Cisco? What's big up, buddy? What's cool. up, Big Goose? And, and how ironic that we're doing this on the King of Pop's birthday. Michael Jackson, man. Shout mm. out. Happy birthday to him. But happy birthday. Sir, come on, man. It's good to have you guys in here. Man, dog. I mean, it's, it's a been a while. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a, a pleasure to be here. Yeah. Yeah, man. Right? Took it, you long enough. I, <laughs> Thank you for the invite. And I say that because, you know, you guys are in town. We, uh, we went to go check out the ones, the birthday celebration down there at Mandalay Bay. Yes, sir. Come on, man. I felt like I was a kid again. Hey, I was yeah, over man. there singing. Rich sitting next to me. I'm over there singing. And he's like, okay, sis. I'm like, bro, all these songs we done grew up on. But just yeah. to kind of have, like, your whole history, because that's what we want to do here at Western Covers Podcast, is tell the story. You know what I mean? That's and right. see how the humble beginnings came about, because... Everyone always said, who are the two poly dudes in all these videos? Mm -hmm. You know, everyone's like, man, who's the dude with the long hair? And that's why to bring you guys here, I want to tell you guys story. And that's why Rich and Tone being here on the Western Comic Podcast is big. That's what's up. Hey, man, it's a, first of all, it's a, first of all, enough respect to you, big boy. I appreciate but, you, man, brother. Appreciate doing you. what you're doing and repping our, our people, man, yeah. on this level, man. And, it, you know, it's amazing because Tone and I have been doing this for quite some time, yeah. as you know. Yeah, many moons. And uh, it's really good to see our people evolve into yeah. other platforms and, uh, I mean, a humble beginnings. Born in San Francisco, yeah. Raised in Richmond, California. Come on, North Richmond, North to be exact. North Richmond, <laughs> exactly. Shout out to the to to everybody back home, but uh, raised in a bit. You know, it was it was proper immigrant uh, Polynesian uh, growing uh, upbringing, right? Yeah. About sixteen and seventeen in the crib. Yeah. Uh, there was the immediate brothers and sisters. Aside from that, the cousins, uh, uncle, you know, whatever. And um, it was pretty hardcore uh, up in North Richmond. Uh, this was like, what, early 80s, you know what I'm saying? And it's crazy to hear y'all say that because when you think about the Michael Jackson stuff, you think about all the resume, these are some boys from the Bay Area, some Samoan kids that just was right. doing what they do. And <laughs> exactly. that's why, like, kids watching this now can say, wait, wait a minute, wait a minute, because they want to know this story. North Richmond representing, Bay right. Area representing, San Francisco. To the fullest. Just to have that, you guys still rep it to this day. That's right. But tell me how growing up in Richmond, you know, doing dancing in the church because normally it's the singing in the church. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. But y'all was doing the whole complete opposite where you were dancing. Tell us mm -hmm. about that. I mean, I think Tony and I can definitely go back and forth with this, but I'll start yeah. with a little bit as you know, our our we were kids during the early eighties, yeah. right? And so the early eighties it was a big street dance explosion that yeah. was going on in the United States of America, right? New York, you got you had breaking and the West Coast was popping, yeah, locking, waving, yeah. robotting shields and all that. So our brothers our older brothers, Sam and Calmer, man, they, they were all into it. Yeah. You know, they used to come to the house. They heavy. Heavy, playing Planet Rock. That was, I think that was like our first big hip-hop track that yeah. we heard. Yeah. Never come by, been bought a Planet Rock. And they were doing these routines, man, right? Yeah. You, uh, which ended up becoming what we know as the barrier style of the Connect. Yes. You know, the strutting style, yeah. right? Which was born in San Francisco. As absolutely. Right? So... Our brothers was doing this, and you know what was really popular in Richmond was the robot style, right? Yeah. What, what, what they were calling it shields. So we, as little kids, we were just watching them growing up, man. And uh, you know, it was something about that and the culture yeah. of, of our of our heritage, right? Samoan dancing mm -hmm. growing up, um, and of course, a lot of this stuff was communion up in the church. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? So like, you had the church, you had the culture, yeah. and then you had the street dance culture. So that, I think that was that was three things big time that uh, inspired uh, Tony and I growing up, and we just kept up with the trends. Yeah, you know that's yeah. pretty much what it was. And, uh, out of the '80s, you know, we went to the late '80s, early '90s, and it was the trendy dance yeah. era. And so we kept up with that. But uh, you know, we started off as a dance crew, 
our brothers, there was our brothers in housing authority. That's our that's our dance group. Yeah. And uh, we just did shows all over the Bay Area, man. And uh, next anything week, anything that popped up, man, we, we we tried to be a part of whether it was a talent show. We was doing all, all this stuff free. Yeah. Right. I mean, we was just kids having fun. You know, we just fell into something that uh, that felt good to us. But yeah. uh, but from the beginning, you know, what I'm saying I would say, you know, as we all know in Samoan culture, Polynesian culture, music and dance. Yeah. Is a part of our DNA. So what the kids were doing outside of our household, right? Obviously, in the household was straight, strictly Polynesian. Yeah. Right. Spoke Samoan. You did the dance. You went to church. You did all that, right? But when you went to school with your friends, right? You had that a little bit, you know, that culture in yeah. your back pocket. But we started getting involved with what all the brothers were doing. Yeah. That's right. right. Going to the house parties. The house parties. That's it. Is where <laughs> we kicked it off. That's where you right. showed the talent. That's that where you showed where, the new moves that's off That's where yeah. we started feeling like, okay, people were loving what we yeah. were bringing to the table, right? And um, big shout out to our dance crew because I, I, I got I to gotta say, everybody, man, it's like if it wasn't for them, we wouldn't have kept up with the trends. Yeah. Right? Obviously, we had great taste, right? But we also learned a lot more knowledge of the street culture through our friends. Yeah. Right? Through the neighborhood in North Richmond, Right? All the house parties, though. I got to go right. back to that because that's what, <laughs> that was the beginning. Yeah. But that's when house parties were house parties. That's right. Real house that's parties. That's when you see the kid and play house parties, those type of house parties where people yes, were dancing and doing all that. That's yeah. right. But, so, you, but, but also, with this, I'm sorry to no, cut no, you off, no. but also what was crazy, too, is that when we started going out to the clubs, that's Oakland, what I'm talking about. In Oakland, Berkeley, and San Francisco. Huge scene. All, man, bro, especially in Frisco. Yeah. During, this is during like the the height of the rave era. Yeah. Right. So you had hip hop clubs, and then you had this stuff that was called raves, where you had to call a, a number. Yeah. And get an address. This is before secret society. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. For real. And then you end up in some like warehouse, and it was just like bumping all night. And those dance circles. Yeah. We were those kids that would go in those dance circles and battle or just dance and turning them out and turning yep. them yeah. out. Yeah. You know well, how was it accepted? Like you know, growing up in the church, like. How many ass whoopings was was? Well, I'm not gonna see. You know, like, I mean, no, there had to be some. Oh, where you yeah, guys had to say, two. okay, because was it accepted with the family that that, that was gonna be something you guys gonna do? Well, I don't, I, I don't think our family in the very beginning. I'm gonna be honest. Yeah, you know, I, you know, I love my family too. Yeah, right. But they never really. I want to say. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. They never really supported. Yeah. What we were doing not outside really. of the culture. Yeah. You know, because you know, my mom and dad. You know, they they ruled the house with an iron fist. Yeah. So it was straight Polynesian culture. And that was it. Yeah. Right. And church. And church. Yeah. Right. And that was it. And that's all they knew. That's all you're supposed to know at that time. That's yeah. It. yeah. Which was which was cool. You know, they came from an old school background. Yeah. But you know, we were trying to show that you know there's more to that. Yeah. You know, you come to the United States, man. There's a lot of opportunities out here. Yeah. That's right. You know, and uh, I'm glad that we actually took a chance. Yeah, we we got some ass whoopings. Yeah. Oh yeah, big time. Yeah. Big sneaking time. out the uh, out the small little window. Yeah, yeah. we were right out. We, we were small enough to yeah to the, to the range. Range. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were small enough to fit through this window. We probably can't fit through it no more. But uh, <laughs> back in those days, man, it was it was it was uh it was it was a gr it was schooling for us. Yeah, That's going right. to these clubs, going to these house parties, anything that had a dance floor, we was there. Yeah. yeah. So every opportunity you guys had at that point, you guys were just trying to be in the circle. That's right. That's it. Trying That's to right. show what you guys do. But at home, were you and Rich is kind of saying, look, practicing our dance moves. Like, were you guys each other's biggest critic uh, yeah. before you guys stepped out? You know, I would say, you know, this is what's crazy is that I, I'm the one 
I was like the one that was really into it since like elementary. Yeah. And then my brother got into it, you know, a little later because, you know, we were obviously, you know, two years apart to a degree. Yeah. And we, we both had our own sort of set of friends. But when my brother started getting older, um, he started getting more into it. And I just like realized his talent, man. I was like, damn, yeah. little bro is yeah. getting <laughs> off. You know what I mean? But that had to be something for you to be like. Okay, now my little bro's with me. That's right. Because at first it was like, you know, we, you know, I have brothers as well, too. They're not always into the things that we're into. That's right. So for him, for Tone to come over to the dance side, you were like, okay, That's we right. can do some things. Yeah, because I, right. was, I, was, I was skating. Yeah. I, was, I was skateboarding at that time. Yep. You know what I'm saying? I, if, yeah, if, there was, if that was a thing, yeah. back then, like now it is now. Yeah. If they had X Games back then, Tone yeah, was I probably, probably would have stuck with it. Yeah, Tone, Tone was getting, Tone was hard yeah. with it, too. Yeah, man. Yeah, but, uh, but you know, you, you're influenced by, you know, the yeah. crowd that you exactly that you, and, you know I seen, yeah I was surrounded around really good people yeah that's right and uh, he used to bring his friends over he used to practice right in front of the house I mean our house was the entertainment mecca yeah because when we were practicing in front of the house we had all the neighborhood kids that used to just come and hover just around hang, in front man. of and they kind of knew that that was the spot bro yes, that was, was. It. that was yeah. it and, and the, the front yard was was you know we would let them in we'll play the music you know that's one thing that i think that was cool about moms and pops man was that they saw that they really couldn't control us too much to agree with how, what kind mm -hmm. of friends that we attracted right you know you know i know what, I know yeah. what i'm speaking to and, and uh, as long as y'all wasn't getting in trouble, uh, it was like you was doing that. That exactly. kept you guys out of the street. So, so, so yes. with that being said, yeah. you know, our house was right around the corner from a few dope tracks. From the hood. hood. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. hood, hood, bro. Um, like We're talking North Richmond. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I don't know if you guys understand the severity in Bay Area. Yo. Richmond is rough. Yes. Yeah. I mean, you just hear the word Richmond in, like today. I mean, we'll get still. to that still. Still to this day. Yeah. But you guys having that as, you know, an out yeah. for, mm -hmm. for staying away off the streets. Yeah. I think that's was mom and dad's thing. Okay, as long as they staying out of trouble. I mean, we all get in trouble sometimes. Yeah, but sure. that whole thing with you guys were dancing, okay, look, as long as we can see them there in front of the house, let them do what they want to do. And that's right. And, you know, just as long as we always were ready to go to church, yep. you know, and when we were old enough to get our own jobs and just, you know, contribute to the family fund yep. of Fat Lobby Lobby. Yep. For those <laughs> Samoans who know that is, who knows that is. <laughs> but, you know, another, another beautiful thing about that is that our community, like yeah. although we were around the corner from, you know, stress and strife and, you know, drugs and whatever, the brothers supported us yeah man. like they i can't tell you how good it felt to be able to dance w walk down the street yeah and you hear some of the homies like yo bust a move for your cousin right quick yeah and we would just bust a move and they'd be like ah, that's my that's watch my, out there now that's my yeah. that's my that's my brother that's that, yeah. that's that's you know that's my cousins right there you know what i mean you know the street talk yeah and and what's funny about that right is that for the one for all of us that survived the ghetto yeah the hood you know for all of us that survived to this day from that from that part of uh, Richmond you know they are so proud to see oh, absolutely to man. see two brothers that they grew up yeah. with right actually follow their dream yeah and succeed and make it to a degree come on you know what I mean like like sometimes it brings tears to my eyes yeah. whenever I come home and I see I see some of the ones that are still around yeah without being caught up from you know the streets and jail and all that yeah Man, just to give him a hug, just to know that man, we came up from the same soil. We still the same. Yeah. You know, we ain't go, we, but we come and they just they look at us as like, man, y'all did, you know, y'all did it. And that's something like I love about you guys because you know, family is everything, and that kind of taught you guys that no matter what you know, whatever peak that you guys went, that's right. always came back home. That's right. You yeah. know what I mean? You always. guys were the Richmond boys. You that's know what right. I mean? Yeah. And it was something for the city to be proud of to say. 
that was on, you know, tour Michael Jackson, Super Bowls. Right. Like, we'll get into all that. But I'm saying sure. to have Richmond just say, that's one of our own. That's, that's two of our own. Yeah. But you guys still come back home. Still, you know, we always. took the family functions where, you know, it was something that we all got together. But it was something that you guys came back to Richmond. That's right. And kind of needed that when you guys went back out into the world that you guys were in. That's yeah. right. So we're going to get to that because Word you up. guys are doing the dancing and the raves. Yeah. When does the whole thing where somebody discovers you to say, okay, these guys could do some things? It was in uh, Oakland, California. Oakland, California. Come on, yeah, man. man. Uh, oh. The Bay is in yeah. the building for the real. The Bay, on, baby. One hundred percent. Yeah. But uh, yeah, man. All all that faithful day in uh, in Oakland, man, was at this uh, club. It was a record release party. Yeah. For a right? local artist. For a local artist called Mandingo. Mandingo. MC Shout Mandingo. Out, man. <laughs> Wherever you are, Shout out thank to you, you for having that, that day because that's right. That's right. That, that was the day that changed our life. See, but, that's uh, crazy. So this was at a record release party in yes, Oakland. It was. Yep. And, 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 and Underage. You, uh, come on. Come on. By the way, Tone. 2020, tone like, and we, we snuck in through the back door. <laughs> yeah. I want, and th- th- that was basically usually our, our, our way in was yeah. the back door. And back in those <laughs> days, to get into the club, you had, if you were uh, didn't have no money and were a little underage, you showed up with the DJ carrying yeah, the exactly. crates. Yeah, exactly. Getting the crates with them. Yeah. Yeah, so we helped. We that was your way in. Some of the DJs. So, yeah, this is my boys. They go stay. We stayed. We were there. That was it. Was so good. It's so early. The sun was still up. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so MC Mandingo's record release party. Yeah. You guys were sneaking in through the back. What yeah. happens next? So, we walk in, and uh, the way we found out about this was that uh, the MC had backup dancers that was from our crew. Oh wow! So there. That's how we found out about it. And that then, was the connection. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So they called us. They was like, hey, man, we can sneak y'all in through the back. Come through. So we piled up in one car. I was like laying. I was in the laying on three people. You know what I'm saying? Real illegal. Yeah. But we, we made it. But, uh, we, you know, we get in. You know, nobody on the dance floor. Everybody just mingling. You know, that, that adult shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Everybody just minding their own business. They playing some dope music. We was like, we looked at each other. It was like, hey, man, let's just take over the dance floor. Yeah, yeah let's do what start, we do. We started yeah. the party. Yeah. Yeah. And then next thing you know, two hours in, we gigging. We big circle. Everybody started crowding around yeah. us. Yeah. And one of the people within the crowd, by the name of Travis Payne, who was Michael Jackson's choreographer at that time. Wow. Right? right? Him, and, and, him, uh, him and Lavelle Smith. Smith, yeah. yeah. So shout outs to uh, Travis and Lavelle. Um, he was watching us the whole night. Yeah. That's right. And obviously, you know, as But didn't even know you guys nah, at all. Nah. At all. Okay. Never seen us, never yeah. heard, even heard of us, nothing. So towards the end, a friend of a, a friend of his came up to us, was like, uh, I have a friend that wants to meet you guys. He thinks you guys are amazing. Yeah. He, uh, do you guys mind if I introduce y'all? He's like, yeah, whatever. So we, you know, didn't think nothing kids, of it. Man. Yeah, we kids, yeah, man, at the time. So uh, we was like, yeah. He comes over. I remember. He had this tour coat, Janet Jackson tour coat, Rhythm, Rhythm Nation. Nation. Wow. Right, I look at it, and, you know, in my mind, I'm like, man, that's fake. Yeah, yeah right. That's bootleg. Fake. That's yeah. bootleg coat. Because, up, but, you know, a side note, because up to that point, we were doing so many shows all over the Bay. Yeah. It, was, it was so many people just blowing smoke up our, oh, yeah. you know what I'm saying? And just saying this and that. And, of course, nobody will come through. But anyways. Uh, so, yeah, one, one thing led to another, and uh, he was saying that, you know, I work in the industry. As a choreographer, I do this, I do that. At that time, like my brother was saying, you know, everybody was talking big yeah. at that time. So he was like, yeah, so he was like, mind if we exchange numbers? You know, that's before cell phones. Yeah, yeah. It's like we gave him the house phone. Landlines, yeah. landlines. landlines. <laughs> at one point in time. Uh, so yeah, man, so we hooked up. 
Summer came? Yeah. Summer and came. It, um, you know, Tone was like eighth grade going into ninth, and I was, I think, uh, wow. I was a uh, tenth going to eleventh. We're okay. talking about like high school days. Bruh. Yeah. yeah. Like, you know, like totally high school days. Yeah. So, you know, getting to the summer, and um, out of nowhere, man, he calls. I was like, hey, so I got this gig. I uh, want, want to know if you could just pick two people to come down. Uh, it's for Tevin Campbell. You're going to go dance with Tevin Campbell. Wow. And do Star Search. Yeah. Like, Before American Life. And yeah, so, <laughs> mind you, mind you, it was, still, it was still like weird, weird to us. We were like, wait. Well, you still calling bullshit at this point. We're still yeah, calling yeah. bullshit like, look, at this all point. All these dudes don't blow smoke up our ass. You already know. Let's see what he saw. He, hey, hey Tom, he's talking about Tevin Campbell. Yeah. But then it comes so, to reality. So, and then he was, and I was like, yeah, sure. Okay, yeah, cool, whatever. And then this is what was crazy. Like, well, okay, I need to talk to your mother. Yeah. And I need to tell her what's up and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, okay. So I just passed the phone to my mom. I was like, yeah. mom, this guy wants to talk. I think this is a job to go dance. And my mom, full saw more. And it was like, don't even know what the hell is going on. She's like, yes. Oh, okay. Okay, good. Okay. You know, just, yeah. and then just pass it over. It's like, all right. So I'm going to send the names and uh, send you guys uh, a FedEx. Yeah. Some plane tickets to y'all. Back, wow. Back in those days. Yeah, you couldn't get the one on the, the virtual one. We didn't even exactly. know what the hell FedEx was. Yeah. I was like, what the hell is FedEx? All we knew was mail, right? Yeah. So obviously I picked my brother, and there was another brother from the crew that we got was was uh, Super Dave. Wow! And we put our uh, sent our names. Still to this day, I'm like, whatever. I don't even know what the hell's going on. Yeah, bro. About a couple days went by. Came home. Sister was like, "Hey, you got some mail." I was like, in my mind, I was like, "Mail? Do I?" I it's starting to become real now. It was like, man, because yeah. you're you're young. Yeah. Like, you really don't get mail. Exactly. Like you but, you just call. <laughs> man, I opened it up. I looked at it. It was a FedEx package. I was like, what the. Yeah. FedEx, right? <laughs> Open it up. Three plane tickets. Wow. Bro, this guy wasn't bullshit. And I was like, I look, I'm with the tone. I was like, Tom, look. It's like, we're going. Yeah, we really going to go. We're going yeah. to LA. Yeah. And uh, of course, mom still didn't believe until we packed our bags and we showed us, like, mom. Woo, she's like, it's real. You have yeah. to take us to. And this is bad. I mean, listen to me. Our mother trusted yeah. this stranger. That's huge. Right, because I, if that doesn't happen, this doesn't all, happen. Like, it never we, happened. We, yeah. we weren't we we weren't chaperoned. Yeah. Nothing, man. It was like, it was you know, it was just like, okay, wait, tickets. My mom looked at us like, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Take it to the airport. Like what? And we told him, you know, we go look, uh, you know, with with our Samoan families. I was, you know, we're gonna go make some uh, make I'm some money. Yeah, yeah. And come back, and we're gonna help you out, mom. You know, and she that was, was like, the, that was the magic word. That was the magic yeah. word. That's, that 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 let us escape the house. That verbiage had to be in there because it had to. you know us as kids, we know how to talk to our parents and of kind course. of get what we need. Yeah. Of course. And once you get that money, and oh yeah, yeah, you making money, you're gonna do that. That's yeah. right. Yeah. That's right. So she took us to the airport, and as we got closer to the airport. She started tearing up. Yeah. It's like, wait, my little boy is about to leave to go dance for who? Yeah. Still not, it's still not, it's not clicking. Yeah. Still not clicking. And so, you know, she dropped us off, gave her a big hug. She cried. And we just told her, don't worry, mom. Yeah. We'll be back. Yeah. We're not leaving. We're being right back. Summertime. Yeah. And I think at this point, man, our, in our mother's life, man, just raising a big ass house, to see her boys, her last, her two, her two youngest. Yeah. The two youngest in the family. Come on, that's the youngest. Find, find yeah. something that you know meant something to them, and they were going to go f- do something that that was in their dreams and bring back some money. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I guess <laughs> she was out. like two or two. You know, a place coming from the hood. Yeah. Like you know what it is, man. So we went, and bro, this is was crazy. We got picked up by. It wasn't Travis that picked us up. It was yeah. another brother that picked us up. But Travis told us that someone's going to come pick us up, and when he picked us up, he took us straight to a rehearsal. And guess what that rehearsal was? What? Man, we walked in, bro. 
and it, and it blew our minds. We started hearing Michael Jackson music. We're like, what? You're like, hold up. Wait, hold on, man. And it was a dance studio. First time ever going to a dance studio, yeah. right? It was like, yeah, this is this actual place where you can go dance and practice how to dance. Anyways, you know, kids. Yeah. Man, we walk in, bro. It, they were rehearsing the Dangerous Tour. Wow. With Michael man. Jackson, bro. Come on, man. And we walked into it like, we looking at Travis and we looking at Lavelle. And we right away recognized Lavelle from Janet Jackson Rhythm Nation videos, right? That whole campaign. It was like, yo, that's that guy. And then we looked at Travis again and then we saw this other cat. That was sort of playing Michael Jackson. Yeah, right? like standing like, in for standing him. Yeah. In, yeah, long hair, and man, we, it come to find out this was popping taco. Wow, Legend. rest in peace, yeah. Bruno yeah, Falcone, man. Like you know, he was yeah. he was the guy in Breaking. Yep, you know. And wait, I was like, wait, that's that's me and Tom. This is history right here. I was like, oh my god, that's popping taco. And yeah. so we knew him more than everybody. Yeah, because obviously growing up at street dances, yeah. you know what I'm saying. We idolized people like that. You know what I mean? So. It was before YouTube, so all you can see was like a movie that they did or a music it, video yeah. that they were in, right? But when we saw him, we was like, yo, this, this shit's for real. This is for yeah. real, man. Right. Like, that's just, just put everything, it made everything real. That was when we finally took the veil off and was like, oh my God, um, we're, we're about to do something that we've been dreaming about. Yeah. All this time, Came full Put circle. Ten thousand hours, you know the whole Malcolm Gladwell theory, right? Ten thousand yeah. hours, all those, all that time and dancing in the clubs, dancing in the house parties, doing shows in Oakland, Sacramento, winning talent shows, San Francisco. All this came up and equal to this moment, bro. That moment, the moment, mind you, that might have not happened. Exactly. If MC Mandingo is not doing a record release <laughs> party, bro. Bam. Come on, man. That's to just tell you kids, never, never, never not go do something that you want to go do. Exactly. That's right. Because you never know what opportunity you may miss. Yeah. Always right. follow your dreams, man. Come on, man. Sometimes your gut and your heart are speaking to you. You got to know how yeah. to listen to it. You know and also mean? to you, all your parents, you just got to trust. Trust. Yes. You Please, know. parents, let the kids do what they want to do because yeah, you man. never know you never what's going to come no, about man. it. That's and right. Just support it. Yeah. You know That's right. I mean? So you walk in, popping tacos there, legendary street dance. You yeah. guys are like, hold up. What's the next step for you? Like, do you guys even know what you guys are doing at this point? In no, no, we, not really. No, we didn't. No, we didn't. We didn't. So we like, I think, I think at that that moment, Tone and I and Super Dave, we were all just like, "This is it." Yeah. Okay, so it something clicked. Yeah. Something clicked in us, and we we started going to you know like Travis started breaking down what was about to happen. Yeah. We met Tim and Campbell. And like we befriended each other, which was great. He was man, amazing. He yeah, shout out to Tevin Campbell, man. Shout out, man. One love, brother. And uh, and you know we started rehearsals, man. And people would come pick us up, and we would go drive on to like Warner Brothers. Yeah. We, and then that's when the first time we met Rashida Jones. She yeah, was working uh, at Warner Jones Brothers. Daughter. Quincy yeah. Jones. <laughs> Yo, yeah. after a while, we just we got into this whole L.A. world, and we yeah. were like, wait. That, we remember that person on TV and this person. <laughs> yes, you start seeing people that was on the screen. Exactly. Yeah. All these years as kids, you know, watching all this entertainment on television, we started becoming good friends with a lot of these people yeah. through the business, through the industry. But going back to the beginning was that when we first walked into that dance rehearsal, yeah. right, for the Dangerous Tour, yeah. we started realizing because, okay, we got... We can always go back home and continue to do that. That's right. But we were like, at 14 and 16 years old, we realized, like my brother was 13, saying. 13 and 15. Well, at that time. Yeah. 13 yeah. and 15. Yeah. Everything clicked to us. We was like, if we work hard out here, 
we can actually make a living off of this. Yeah. Well, so that was the moment. That was that it. was the moment. That was the moment. It wasn't later. Okay. Yeah, it yeah, wasn't yeah, later. Yeah, it yeah. was that. But we're day. talking thirteen and fifteen 13, years old. Thirteen and fifteen. Yeah. We're talking about this point. You you're talking about playing pop Warner football. You yep. guys are in a studio in yep. L. A. Yep. And that clicks. And that like clicks. it clicks at different ages for different people. Yeah. Yeah. Thirteen and fifteen. You wouldn't think that that would click. But that's like okay, we could do this if we really keep grinding or we grind. We that's right. Come on. That's right. So we we just went into rehearsals with Tam. We just followed the lead of yeah. Travis Payne and Lavelle Smith. Man, we were so inspired by these cats. I mean, these cats are our mentors. Yeah. Man, very shout out to yeah. Travis Payne and Lavelle Smith Jr. That's our big brothers right there. The masters is what we call them. Man. You know, and so we just followed their lead. They they led by example. We followed by example. It was amazing. Got into rehearsals. With Tevin Campbell, and then we started, and, and then we, and simultaneously we started working on this whole Star Search thing. Yeah, that was like that was something that was like hey, <laughs> Star Search. You know, we grow. We was Ed McMahon. It was the American. Ed it was McMahon. the American Idol before American yeah, Idol. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Four stars, three stars. <laughs> exactly. Oh man, exactly. We watched it at the house. So we, so 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 we rehearsed. We did the show with uh, with Tevin, which was in Baltimore. First time ever leaving California. Wow. Man. Going to Baltimore, right? And aside from Samoa, by yeah. the way. So went to Baltimore, did the show, came back, got into rehearsals for Star Search. Star Search at that time was being filmed at Disney World yeah. in Florida. Oh, right? wow. So after we got through uh, rehearsing that, then we flew there to do that. And then, mind you, again, just this is one of those surreal moments. Like, wait, wait, we at Epcot Center? Like Disney, like just a kid from a kid, two kids from the hood. Exactly. Man. Just like never ever seeing ourselves in Disney World. But anyways, we and went now you over there at Epcot Center, and now you guys are getting cut a check too. Okay, exactly. so, so okay, this was funny. This is the funny thing about it. So we went there, and then you know everybody they have like this pre sort of a preliminary process where they look at all the talent that doesn't yeah. have to be on the show. So when it was our turn to go, mind you, our style was is street. Yeah, like we freestylers and we make up routines and all that stuff, right? So we did that, and we were dancing to like street yeah. music, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Like hot music, house, whatever. This is the first time bro. they ever experienced anything like that on Star wow. Search. This, this was funny, bro. They replaced us. <laughs> <laughs> so y'all yeah. didn't make the cut? We didn't, we make, didn't the make the cut. <laughs> we got, they hated on us, man. They hated that. And at that time, if you looked at Star Search, the yeah. dancer that was on it, it was, you know, it was, it was highline jazz, man. It was, you know, hard, you know, really was, still street jazz. Yeah, yeah, it was right? polar opposite from what we was doing. Polar opposite what we were doing, man. Like, and mind you, in the industry. Yeah. Although street was prevalent from the 80s, it still wasn't as It was still kind of underground. It was yeah. still kind of underground. It, it didn't catch on yet. Yeah, yeah. It, it didn't go commercial. And, yeah. and no. we, were, we were there at the precipice when, we, when the industry started to turn. So right when, it, when is the, 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 the yeah. forefront. When, yep. when yeah. street jazz was kind of like fading out, you know, the Paula Abduls and all that type of style yeah. of, of the videos back in those days. And then in comes the hip-hop. Yeah. Street dance era, and we were on the precipice of that. Yeah, man. yeah like, and, you, and we're talking about at that time. You guys are 14, 16, yep. 13, 15, and you guys. Do you guys take that one that you guys didn't make Star Search as a deterrent for say, okay, let's go back to Richmond and just do what we do, or do you guys kind of use that as kind of like? Well, you know, we use, no, well, we use it as fuel. Yeah, yeah, because we love yeah, competition. Right. Yeah, oh yeah. So coming, you know, from a sports background, playing football at a young age, we knew it was like, okay, if y'all gonna do that. You'll exactly. see us again. Yeah, That's right. yeah. You're going to see us again. We're going right. to cross roads, and we we ended up doing it. Yeah. Right? Not on Star Search, but a lot of those guys that replaced us. Yeah, now they're they, resources. They ended up in the business. Yes. That's right. So we crossed paths, and we over here killing it. Yeah. Right? They look at us. They were like, I remember you guys. Exactly. They were like, from where? 
Star oh, Search. I, <laughs> I was like, wait, yo, it's like, yeah, we're the ones who replaced you guys. Yeah. He was like, but you guys are the shit. Then. Yeah. So we, and they come in an audition for us. Wow. So the tables were turned. Yeah. yeah. It so was, it was a crazy story, man, but uh, we definitely used it as fuel. We came back to the industry and we was like, okay, Rich, you ready to do this shit? Yeah. Yeah, that's right. So and we just started going out and motherfuckers was like, yeah. yo, who are y'all? Exactly. Mind you, after that was done, you know, it was summer. Mm -hmm. And right when that gig was done, by that time, we were all ready to go back home. Yeah. Our moms was missing us, pops, everybody. So, and of course, you know, we Homesick had, had to go time. back to school. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So we came back home. And let me tell you how it just, you know, how, you know how your vision just changes when you've done something that has, that you've grown from. Yeah. Man, we went back to Richmond, man. Everything started being, started looking small to yeah. us. We was like, because you experienced something a little bit bigger than Richmond at that point. Yeah. Bam. You guys are at Epcot. You guys are flying to Baltimore. Yeah. Like, okay, it's not just Richmond anymore. No, it's yeah. not There's just other things the outside, outside of Richmond. To it. Yep. Exactly. And, you know, like I would say, it sort of evolved our, our sight and our, you know, and, and our minds. Yeah. And so we came back with a whole different feel. We brought back a lot of the stuff that we learned to our dance crew. Yeah. And other brothers that we were friends with, right, to a degree. Just, you know, just talking on, yeah. just talking different. Kind of year, uh, but uh, another year go by, I graduate. Tone is I, about uh, to be a junior. Yep. Right? Okay. We s stayed in contact with Travis. Mm -hmm. and I was really good, a uh, really good relationship over the years. That brother calls us back when, like, right when I graduate, man, I remember uh, there was a lot of stress going on in my life. Oh, at yeah. The time. Once you graduate high school, you're like, what you the know, hell am I going to do? Like, yeah. you know, like, mom wanted me to go to college. I didn't want to yeah. go to college. Yeah. You know, it was all kinds of stuff. I was thinking about a trade. Or yeah. Do I go to college? Whatever. Tone still had school to go the to. The fork in the road. You yeah. know, all this stuff, man. It was a lot of stuff happening, yeah. man. And it was a lot of stress as a, as a, as a young teenager, right? So I don't know where this call comes. It's Travis. You know, Travis calls like, hey, hey, blah, blah, blah. What yeah. are you doing, man? Do I catch up, whatever. And then he, I don't know where he was like, so uh, would you and your brother like to go on tour with Donna Ross? Wow. I was like, hell, yeah. the fucking yeah. Hold up. You going on, you got the call to go on tour with Dirty Diana. Dirty, Dirty Diana. <laughs> we talking about Diana Ross. So you graduated high school. That's like sign, bro. God's mm -hmm. timing. That was, that, mm -hmm. was, that was like the big sign. And to go on the road with... The one of the, I mean, like, come on, the queen, queen. The, like the ro the royalty, yeah. man, like Diana Ross, man. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Motown royalty, right there, right? So we, of course, we said yes. He sent the tickets. We flew down to LA, got into the rehearsal process. This is when we got into that whole LA yeah. cycle of the dance world, right? Met some some really amazing people as dancers. And then man, we went on tour down to Ross, man. Went all over the United States of That's America. That's crazy, bro. Went, spent, spent two and a half months in Japan. In Japan. That was our first wow. time in, uh, first time in, in a foreign Japan. country. That's yeah. when we, didn't we meet Kanishki then? Or was we, it Michael? It was Darren Michael. Darren Michael, yeah. right. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, man, we went out there. It was our two and a half months, man, in a whole different, like, country. We're talking fresh out of high school. Fresh out of, fresh. And Tom yeah, was still in high school. Yeah, I was homeschooling at that yeah. time. But... Shouts out to Travis again because yeah. he was the one. He was our guardian. Yeah. Because we were obviously too young. Exactly. He was the one that was taking care of y'all. That's right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's right. Total stranger. Yeah. Man, mind you. Because yeah. mama's like, Who, who's this Travis guy? Right. <laughs> I was like, I like this guy. But you guys are going on tour. You're in Japan. Like, well, how was that first time being out of the country? Oh, my, oh, my God. Man, like, like, you know, at that time, I think I saw uh, Blade Runner. Yeah. Uh, you know, lot, not too long ago, I saw Blade Runner. I remember how Blade Runner was, was shot in yeah. Japan, right? And I remember how futuristic it looked. 
man, we went through. It was like, yo, bro, this is the future. <laughs> like, we in the future. Tokyo, man, Tokyo yeah, was. Riding, yeah, riding uh, bullet trains for the first time. I was yo. like, yo, this shit is crazy. But you guys are not only out of the country. You out of the country with Diana Ross right. on tour. Diana Ross, bro. Come on, man. And so you guys are just the dancers at that point. Yep. yep. And the you dancers. guys are just taking, you know, Somebody else's choreographer, yep. choreographer for that. Exactly, and and, and and you know, you know, just by the grace of, of of being blessed and lucky and humble, right? Is we were also sort of like uh, ass, uh, assistant choreographers to Lavelle Smith and Travis nice. Payne. Like you know, all at the same time they were mentoring us. Yeah. In our, you know, what was a great sort of uh, reciprocation is that we were also again on the precipice of yeah. the industry changing. They yeah. saw the street vibe coming in. So we had a nice, fresh little street vibe coming in. And because so we you guys are kids from Richmond. Yeah. They're taking from you guys just like you were taking from them. Yeah, exactly. It's like iron sharper than iron. You that's know what right. I mean? That's what it was. So, and that's because you guys are coming in at that point. You guys are still young kids. Yep. You guys are on Diana Ross. You guys got these predominant choreographers that brought you guys on. Mm -hmm. You guys are just vibing off each other. Yep. Yep. So that obviously shows in the stage shows with Diana Ross. That's right. And now... It's because the street dancers started to come back up. Exactly. I Damn think, it, you're uh, good at this. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 and also, you know, a credit to, like, the way we got introduced to Travis. Yeah. Is because he saw us freestyling. That's right. Yeah. So it clicked in his mind that, oh, these guys are creative. Exactly. Yeah. They, they just didn't come to an audition. Yeah. Where they were being... Dancers are being taught. Mind something. you, you didn't even know that he was there watching you guys. Yeah, didn't even know. Not even you guys are just doing what you do. We yes. do what we love to do. Exactly. And to see that organically as somebody in his position to be like, oh, these guys don't even know I'm about to come up and change that's their real. lives yeah, forever. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. real. But, uh, you know, long story short, that's sort of like where the trust came in is that when we started working on um, the Donna Ross tour, they will give us sections yeah. to be like, uh... Do whatever right here. Yeah. Whatever Let's see what you could do with this part. Yeah. yeah. This part. And we'll be like, okay, you give us a free range to be creative. Okay. And then they started taking notice to that. Yeah. It's like, okay, these guys could they have a knack for putting things together. Yeah. yeah. Right. And then obviously being mentored by these two, we started understanding there was a whole skill set and method yeah. on how you put stage shows together. That's right. Wow. So we were learning this when we were kids. You're yeah. soaking it up as you guys are going exactly. along. Exactly. Right. Yeah. It was it was like uh, uh hands-on training. Yeah. You know? And you guys are there for it. Yeah, because you yeah. guys didn't shy away from the task that you were given either. Not at all. He was like, oh, let's see what you guys could do with this. Probably just thinking, oh, let's see what they can do. That's and right. you guys took that opportunity and ran with it. That's ran right. with it. Because That's right. that right there, he's seeing, okay, now they know how to take direction. Mm -hmm. Now that they're not just some kid that's just freestyling some, some shit. They're doing what they do. That's yeah. right. Now you guys are say, this is your time to shine. That's right. Once you do that. That's going to take you on to the kids. Now, now your word of mouth is going around. That's right. Now he's telling this person, oh, I got these two kids yep. from yep. the Bay. Yep. Come on, man. And, and so, so this was crazy. This was like 95, right? Yeah. And uh, so at the same time, so, you know, when you go on tour, you go off for like stints, right? You go two months here, yeah. three months here. So we had this time in between, and we was down in L.A. So we would go back and forth from the Bay to L.A. We would meet up at Club yep. Dread. Yep, at, Club, Club Dread. Dread, back <laughs> <in the> Dread. <laughs> Shout out to Club Dread. Shout out, man, all the San Francisco clubs. Because so, we seen y'all, it was on. Rasta Sam, Big Philo, the cousin, yeah, what's up, yeah. baby? What's <laughs> uh, called it? And uh, so in these pockets, you know, Lavelle Smith and Travis Payne, they had all these other gigs. Yeah. Right? One gig that they were prepping for was the 1995 Video Music Awards. Wow. Right? The VMAs. And yeah. who was opening up and who was their client was Michael Jackson. Come on, man. And this, and, and, Come on. And so they were talking about it in front of us. Yeah. And us, just, we were just like, look, man, we on tour, we're down around us, we get money. Yeah. And we would do all these little small shows, like we did Soul Train Awards yeah. and all this other stuff, right? 
back in those days. Hold on, Rich. Don't just throw little, little shows like, we know Little Soul Train. <laughs> that's, that's a big deal. That's a you big know, deal. Dance with, <laughs> dance with TLC yeah. and in Vogue. So you guys are in the shit. We I mean, in, you're we about, in it now. You dancing, you just said, little in Vogue. <laughs> see, let's be a little, little modest. Yeah, you were doing Soul Train Awards, but you guys were with these artists that are legends now. Yeah, you know man. what I mean? So you guys are getting your feet wet because you guys didn't even, this is before the Michael Jackson thing. That's before. right. This is way before, yeah. man. Like we're, and, and mind you, from it's like this short little time between 95 and like about 97, 98, 98. Yeah. 98. But, like, but that short little time, like it was Donna Ross, and then out of nowhere, you know, Lavelle's been transparent. It was like, how how would you guys like to dance with Michael Jackson to the VMA Awards? We was like, come on, man, come on, because we're talking about it's not just something you say. Oh, how you want to dance with? Michael. We're fans at this time. Yeah, you know, we we're just talking about the other. We're fans of Michael Jackson, and this could be this is the epitome, King of Pop. And you guys have this opportunity of a lifetime where he's just saying, look, how would you guys like to do the VMAs oh, with Mr. MJ, Michael Jackson himself? Yeah. That had to floor you at that point. I mean, at that time, man, look, we were taking everything as in stride, right? Yeah. You know what I mean? Every opportunity, we just made sure that we went above and beyond. Yeah. But when, that, when we got that call, we were like, okay, you can't go any bigger than no. this. That's There's a game people, changer. There's people that fly in from overseas to live in Los mm -hmm. Angeles to go after their dreams, and at the top of their list is it to must. work with the King of Pop. Come That's on, right. man. And That's right. we get how we get it is through hard work yeah. and just showing these guys from other gigs that we can handle. The, we can handle the weight too. Yes. But we're not like you know we'll audition too. They just was like gave us the invitation. Was like they knew that we were ready. Yeah. But obviously working up to MJ. They knew that we had to put in time. Yeah. Right. To get you're putting, to that you're, level. Because you're putting, like you're talking about Soul Train Award. You're doing yeah. the TLCs and stuff. Yeah. So you guys are prepping yourself for a moment that you guys didn't even really know was going to happen. But it's the no top of the idea. list of every, and then you're everybody. Everybody. That's the one. So you guys get there. Like, does that kind of tell you guys, okay, are we ready for this? At that point, you already, you are knowing your own talent that you're ready for this. That's right. Mm -hmm. And when you get that call and say, okay, Rich, let's go do what we do. That's you right. obviously did what you do because the, this is the part of the story that gets good. Yes, yeah. so, that's right. <laughs> VMAs right. happen. Well, yo, what's the next step? Yo, man. So this is really, really fast. Like, we go to New York to start rehearsing for the VMAs. All of us is just like, oh my god, I could not believe that we're getting ready to dance with Michael Jackson. Yeah. And of course, all of us was waiting for, for the Michael, moment for, yeah. for Michael to come in. That first time Michael came in was man, it was it felt like a dream. All of us was suspended. Like we couldn't move, eyes was just moving. Come on. This brother walks in. It was a countdown for him yeah. to walk in. By the way, like <laughs> what? His, his security guard, your security guard came and said, "Michael's sixty minutes away, fifteen minutes goodbye." Michael's forty-five minutes away. Making the announcement, just yeah. like just letting us know. It's like you're like, hey, Tony, like right, five minutes better, away, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you better get your shit yeah. together. You like, and, oh shit, Michael about to come in here. Oh, and man. all of us had to dress in black just yeah. to make sure that we all was like in sync or whatever, Ooh. right? Man, that brother walked in, man. It was, you know, you know the start of Smooth Criminal video yeah. when the door opens and it's light and wind. The aura, yeah, the, the whole That's thing. That's what it felt like when the door opened. Mike, it just felt like Michael had this light and it was wow. wind. It was like, shh. <laughs> like, oh, damn, who was that? Michael Jackson. And you know Michael I mean? Jackson is here. <laughs> yeah. So he comes in and uh, he's all just humble and just, you know, whatever. He's like, has this little hunch and he's like, hi, you know, everybody. Yeah. He's talking. And then when he's ready, when he's getting ready, he starts to do his little stretches, all this and all that. And then out of nowhere, he goes from here to here. It's just his his posture just gets straight, and he's like, 
I'm ready. Yeah. Wow. That, that music turns on, bro. Let me tell you something, man. That when he goes from zero to a hundred in a second. It just went. Bro, yeah. it was like he was on stage. How do you not get lost in that moment though? Brother, oh no, 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 oh, you missed the part. You missed the part where uh, where everybody before he came in, yeah. everybody was, you know, in their little corners, you know what I'm saying, talking, chatting it up. You know, me and Rich was like, man. Fuck this shit, man. I'm be in the mirror working on my exactly. shit. Yeah, yeah. And then next thing you know, when when he comes in, everybody's all fucking up. They hats all to the backwards, <laughs> motherfucking shit flying off. You be like, see, that's why you need to be prepared. Exactly. Man, y'all fucking up. Like, you I got my be shit together. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, see? Nah, man. Yeah, like it, it just like when I say he went from zero to one to a one hundred in a second. Yeah. He was singing louder. You know when someone is like on from another planet. When he sung, he sung louder. His he was louder than the PA system. Yeah. And when he danced, you felt the vibration from his feet when you were dancing, Man. bro. And then out of nowhere, he'll because the choreographers prepped us on this too. It was like, you better be on your shit because Michael will turn around and look at you and to stare at you and be like, are you doing? Are you on your shit? Yeah. So of course he did it. Yeah. Out of nowhere, he's like, man, you singing. Blah, 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 blah. He's like gliding. Next, you know, he still suspended, turn around and stops and looks at us dancers. Was like, yeah, huh? Y'all ready? Y'all ready for show, this? Yeah, yeah. There's one of these, and he just spins again, goes, oh, and goes right back into the fucking song dance as if he didn't fuck like, up and didn't miss a beat. Didn't, didn't miss, miss a, beat. a fucking Come on, beat. Man. He was famous for that. Yeah, he was famous for making sure that the team that he got. Was the right team. Come on. But he didn't come to you, you know, in, face to face. Yeah. He asked you, he was like, you know, are you like, you know, are you ready for this? He did it by, through performance. Yeah. Right? And then he did these moments where he would spin and then actually stop in front of you and actually look at you. Yeah. Bro. And see if you got your shit together. And then he will spin out of it wow. to go back into performance. How intimidating. Was Come without on. missing a beat. That's not even intimidating. Like, wow. We're talking about, we've seen videos of him having grown men, grown women crying wow. just to <laughs> be in that, his presence. That same You're dude. talking about him doing a spin and looking at you like, what you got? That's Michael Jackson. Oh, man. You're like, because, like, look, you guys are better than me. Because I'd have been like this. You ready? No, absolutely not. <laughs> I, I, no, I'm going to go, go this, grab like. my things. Uh, I'm, I'm, peace. So, no. so quickly. <laughs> Quickly, we fast. I'm gonna fast forward to yeah. us at Radio City Music Hall, the VMA Awards. He opens up the show. Yeah, right. First time MTV is showing this worldwide. Wow. Broadcast. Yeah. You, you know who they call? Yeah. They call the man. Come on, Michael and TV. That's what MTV man. is. You heard what I said? MTV. <laughs> Michael TV. Michael homie. TV. Uh, and what's crazy about that is, Tony and I love telling the story. Is we were rehearsing yeah. upstairs with the Rockets, uh, you know, the Rockettes. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. The, the rehearsal Radio room. City Music Hall. Yeah. yeah. We were rehearsing in that room up until we were getting ready to go on. All of us in our outfits, we going over the routine. Michael's there. He's going over, going over. We all sweating. Yeah. All sweating. It gets down to it, it gets down to about maybe a couple minutes and we get ready to walk down. Man, Michael over there, he takes off his shirt. He gets a fresh one, fresh coat, everything, hat, boom, boom. Let's go, man. We just look at him like you soaking it up. You soaking it up, yeah. God, man, and then we literally walk from that dance uh, dance uh, uh, dance room, yeah, down to the stage. We all go time. We all get Michael walks on stage. He has his handlers there, making sure everything is right. He's just there, just like we just watching him, like yo, the goat. Is about to get ready. It's about to, to go down. Go down. <laughs> it's like, about to go down. The greatest of all time. Come on, on stage, and we just look at him like, yeah. 
God, everything was. It felt like slow motion. Everything was slow, but he was in real time. Yeah, that's what it felt like. Come on, man. And We're then, talking about the VMAs, Radio City Music Hall, Michael Jackson. You guys are on stage with this. When was the first interaction with Mike to kind of just say, because at this point, he's just kind of telling people, do this yeah, and that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. When was the first interaction with him to get sit down and say, okay, we could do some shit with Mike? Uh, would it be Ghost? I think it was, yeah, the short film Ghost was yeah. when we actually started communicating with him. Yeah. He started opening up. Um, yeah. But that was when he started asking and. He started recognizing, like, oh, okay, you guys are brothers. Yeah. It's like, I recognize that because yeah. I have siblings, too. Yeah. I'm sure you guys know them. Exactly. Right? It's like, yeah, but Mike, and you know, we follow you guys from the Jackson 5 all the way yeah. to your solo career. But I think he also took a, uh, a liking to us just because we, we just treated him real. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Coming from the hood, it's like, exactly. you know, it, nothing surprises us. Yeah. But a person of that magnitude, you just got to give it up and give, you know, give a all the respect because yeah. he's done so much not only for the world but he also done you gotta you gotta realize that if it wasn't for him yeah he created an opportunity for dancers to make a living Man. because if you really think about it thriller before that yeah there wasn't no artist that had 15 to 20 dancers in the back moving in in in, in synchronicity exactly like, like, whole dance like ensemble. Did, yeah right exactly so after that the whole dance community exploded yeah in the industry so we're very thankful for that because he was the only he was the one that recognized that, right? But with that being said, I think he also took a liking to us because we were street dancers too as well. Yeah, and he had that a lot of respect for the street dancers because obviously he looked up to Electric Boogaloo, yeah. the Lockers, the Lockers, all of them, which we're good friends with, yeah. right? So we had a lot of this uh, these stories going back and forth talking about old school dance. Yeah. So right there we had connection with him yeah right so a lot of the times that we was we will talk it will always be about either family or just dance yeah and i think ghost was the first time that he actually opened up to us and had real conversation yeah. back and forth and ghost was like the first time i would say that tony and i had an official like assistant choreography credit oh wow so that was the first credit that was, yeah. a, that was my next question under yeah. under lavelle smith and travis wow Payne, man it's like that's that's because we were heavy in the preliminary process of coming up with movement yeah. mm -hmm. and all that and so we man man it was that, that was amazing oh, I mean, like, and shout out to Courtney Miller too my bad Courtney Miller speaking of the movement like you know mm -hmm. you, you're, you're responsible for that how does it I mean I, I'm not gonna say how does it feel when you see your movement that you're kind of saying okay look Mike do this you know, and to have Mike do that. Okay, really, really quick, man. Our first big it's intimidating. I yeah, know I was about to say our yeah. first big gig as far as official choreographers with Michael Jackson was "You Rock My World." Wow, video, right? And legendary, right there too. Just to just to answer that question, man. Like to sit back and create something, right? We create something, and to see the king exhibit your movement. Come on. Like Come it's on. just it's just one of Chicken those skin. moments you just yeah. don't you just don't you just, like what yeah it was it's unexplainable. Come on, Rock My World was one of them videos too. Yeah, man, it was it was a great experience. I yeah. tell you, uh, the day that he came in to watch our work, yeah, we we exhibited it on on dances without him being in it. Got it right, just so he can be like okay, make his notes and all. Yeah, so he comes in. So uh, it was at a soundstage uh, studio in uh, Burbank. And uh, he walks in with the director, uh, Paul Hunter. So we all sit down. We had the dances. We, plash, we press play. Yeah. They do the routine. He, we're standing right behind him. 
And we're like nervous, sweating, like as man. he's watching. Yeah. Yeah. And he's like, man, I think we're gonna get fired, man. <laughs> uh, I don't I, I don't I don't think we did good enough, man. Yeah. And then they perform the number and he looks back at us and was like, I love it. Bro. Wow. Bro. Man, I must have fainted. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. We talk about Michael Jackson. I don't think you guys understand the severity of this thing. Oh, man. We talking about Michael Jackson. Yeah, exactly. And, and this is what's great because he and this and so like that was two thousand one. Yeah. Right. Yep, two thousand one. We started with him in ninety five. So this was like five six years later. You know, we went on and by that by, and, and through that five six years, we talking about uh, promo uh, tours, uh, tour the yeah. history tour that we danced wow. on his last official tour. Yeah. Um, and all this other stuff, the, the 30th anniversary, all this stuff that we did. And then we did that. And, and he remembered us. Yeah. And he was like, oh, hey, oh, yeah, okay. Oh, my oh God, the brothers. Yes, the, the brothers. brothers. <laughs> yeah, the twins, yes. He came and, straight up and hugged us, like gave us a big wow, bear hug. That was yeah, like, big. It's like okay, the brothers. Cool. And then he always remembered Tone because Tone played the gesture. In uh in the in the, the ghost short film in ghost. Yeah. short yeah. film ghost and say like, oh yeah the jesters yes told yes and wow man, bro and you know in the re in rehearsals with him man it would just be me him and Tom and uh you know sometimes like we'll just be in rehearsal for like eight hours and out of the eight hours we'll just dance for an hour and the other six to seven will be us just talking man that's crazy. And like man, he broke down a lot of stuff to us, man. It was it was. Great he got to be he got real it. personal with us. Yeah, it was yeah, like man. the first time he ever had privacy with us. Wow, because it was always around yeah. other people and all this stuff or on set, but this was like the first time he just really just wanted to ch chop it up with us and try to get man. to know y'all a little better. Yeah, man, on a human level. Yeah, it, it was really beautiful, man. And 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 let me tell you something, man. What I what I think the main thing that I that I got out of that big time was that Michael is not only a human. But he is a—he's—he's he's on this high level of thinking, man. He's a—he's like a like a bit of a philosopher, yeah. intellectual, because how he was talking about not only art, dance, music, but like universe, the world, uh, people, geography—just all like, his insight in oh general. Oh my yeah. goodness, man! He was—it was, just, was like, just so natural. Yeah, yes. so natural. Like he could be a professor. Yeah, bro. like straight up, like he, you know, without even having to get the credentials. Like that's how bad of a motherfucker yeah. he is, man. Excuse me. That's how bad yeah. of a man he is, right? But we're talking about from Jackson Fighter. He's been doing this since birth. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. It's not just something that just happened overnight for him as well. That's right. right. We're talking about he went from Jackson Five to his solo careers up into being the king of pop. Mm -hmm. That's right. Where you guys have this opportunity, just all that history and all the things you're talking about of his insight, he's been through it all. He's oh. been he saw it. Yeah. He you know, he's 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 experienced, he's observed. He's, you know, he's been a fly on the wall. He's, he's actually led yeah. most of the time of his life. And to be able to sit back and have these conversations with him and just, uh, Tone and I are just like, oh my God, I can't believe this right yeah. now. Like it was on, and like sometimes it felt like we was talking to Bruce Lee because you know how Bruce Lee <laughs> yeah. is so philosophical Rough, yeah, when yeah, he yeah, talks, exactly. you know, you know pour water has. into a yeah. pot, it becomes a pot. Like if he Michael, made you think. Man, Michael yeah. said, some, 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 said some stuff to it. Like one thing I would say that was really great about it is like, we, we were just so amazed. Like Mike, man, like, where does it come from? Like, how do you write these songs? How do you yeah. how do you do this? How do you dance so effortlessly and all that? You know, he just say like, you know, one thing I remember him says, you know, I'm, I'm just a conduit. Wow. I'm just, you know, you got to be open enough for it to. It's out there. Yeah. It comes and it, it it happens to come through you, and that you just have to wait until that time comes to be cognizant of it. He said that to us, man. Of course, it flew over our head to a degree, and at the same time, it made sense as years go by. When you get older, you yeah. understand it. You really, more. Understand it starts to make sense. Was, exactly. Man, yeah. bro, like, like this dude. 
this bro, this king, yeah, is is what was it Beyonder? Come on, man. Yeah, man. Well, so tell us about the Super Bowl. Uh, well, man, uh, the Super Bowl performance you guys had—that's that, when everyone was like, "Oh, look at Rich and Tona!" Like right. us back in the Bay Area when we seen you guys on these tours and stuff. Like that that was always like the, the the oh hey, those are the boys. Yeah, because it was the long hair, mm -hmm. it was the tattoos. Like, did he ever say anything about the Samoan culture for you guys? Um, I, I just know that he was okay. One thing, <laughs> this was funny when he saw our tattoos. He looked at it right at first. He was like, "So." That's gonna be there forever. <laughs> it's like, yeah, Mike. You're like, yeah, uh, Mike. This don't come off. <laughs> yeah, Milo conduit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it just came to me, but yeah. it never left. Yeah. <laughs> so you guys are still like, yeah, Mike. This, these, these don't come off. <laughs> okay, so, 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 so Mike was up on the polytaps. So, okay. He was up. I mean, you look, you know, and 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 you know, just to give it up to the uh, OGs. Yeah. You know, from Pop and Pete. To pop and taco. You also had Skeeter, uh, you also Skeeter Rabbit, rest in peace. But you also had Jack and Charlie, who was mm -hmm. a part of that whole Hisataki. Yeah. My little, Shout my, out Jack and Charlie, Jack man. And Charlie. Also Donald too. And Do Donald Pop, yep. Donald Pop. That's right. AKA Cobra, AKA Booya Tribe. Yeah, there was over here too, man. We like, was talking about that whole dance because you know Cobra can do his thing too. Yeah. Oh my Cobra god. Cobra was in Captain EO. Yeah, come on. What? Yes. I didn't Cobra know was that. one of the dancers in Captain EO. Wow. Bro. So like. Tony and I weren't the first Samoans to ever dance with Michael, wow. like Cobra, man. Come on, Cobra was in Captain EO. Yes, Donald he was. Yes, what? he was. He was one of the. He was. One and of, not through you guys' connections on a whole nother. No, nah, man, a he whole was before us. Wow. Yeah. No, that, that, like that, that's a whole generation before us. Yeah, man. like that's that's again. I give big shout out to the OGs, right? Like Michael had that sense of sensibility to be able to not only take from the techni technical world, you know, by way of art, rest in peace. Yeah. Michael Peters and Vince Patterson and all that, he also knew how to take in what was going on in the street. Yeah, what was going on at the time? What was exactly. hot in the street right. at that That's time? Right. He was yeah, very yeah. smart when it came to that. Yeah. That's right. Because he, he wanted to implement what was hot in the street into yeah. what he was doing already. Because yep. mm -hmm. that's already like where it's his expertise where he has to adapt with the time, just like you guys as well. That's yeah. right. We're talking about you guys came from an era where you're talking about it was the beginning of like the street dance. But yeah. you guys are having to adapt. Like you're not just working with Michael Jackson. That's I right. remember seeing you guys with Aaliyah. That's man, bro. I remember let's oh, talk about man. this story. Cause I remember you guys were with Aaliyah. How, yeah, tell us how that because you guys were already doing the Michael Jackson stuff. You yeah. guys are still working other than Mike. You yeah. guys are doing like we were talking about with the Soul Train Awards, but yeah. how did the Aaliyah connection come about? That came by way of uh, Fatima Robinson. Shout who's out. A, who's another incredible choreographer in the That's industry right. who's been doing it a lot. Yeah. She choreographed uh, Remember the Time yeah. with wow. uh, 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 Buddha Stretch yeah. from New York. Yeah. Shout out to the Mop Tops, Elite um, Force. But yeah, yeah so, so that came, we auditioned yeah. for that. So we spent uh, a few years just getting gigs um, underneath Travis and Lavelle. Got it. We started to audition after the whole Mike era sort of kind of like died yeah. down. And then we went into, we, we call it up. We, we came down to the... Uh, to the valley. To the valley. Because we've been on top of the mountain. <laughs> you on the mountain. I was uh, about to say. For <laughs> you had so many years. Yeah. Yeah. And a lot of people didn't know how we looked, but they heard about us. Yeah. These, these guys with long hair and tattoos. Exactly. Twins. Right? That's all they used to call us, right? But And then when we started coming down to everybody else and started gigging yeah. on these other jobs, we did an audition for... Um, for Will Smith. Grammy Awards. It was a Grammy Awards. Yeah. And she was doing choreography along with this other female named Hi-Hat. Yeah. And uh, that's when they first got in contact with it. It was like, oh, so y'all the brothers that, that wow. work with Mike. 
Because the resume, the resume is there already. Yeah, already. It's so the, the the proof is in the pudding. So, so it's not like you have to do too much. So we already had this reputation in the yeah. business. It's just nobody ever saw us before. Got yeah. it. In person, and this was the first time everybody's like, oh, so y'all like you guys? Yeah, uh-huh long hair tattoos. Yeah. yeah, long, yeah, long hair tattoos. Yeah, because yeah. we were the only one, uh, only dancers that had tattoos back in those days. Yeah, yeah. right. And then, uh, so we did the audition. They really loved us. They booked us. But that was when we started relationships with other choreographers. Man. Yeah. And then that's when it, we started working with all, everybody else. Man, yeah. shout out to Fatima and Hi-Hat for real, man. Yeah. Like, that, They've been that, holding it down for years. Come queen, on. The queens right there, straight up. So uh, long story short, they uh, they were like giving us a call about, okay, I got this gig. You guys interested on doing it? And then we started getting calls every single day about yeah. working on this, working with that artist, and that's when the Aaliyah gig came around. Yeah, man. Uh, I think the first video one of us danced in was a uh, doom doom. Come on, man. Doom 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 doom. Go to YouTube because you see uh, you these videos that you guys plastered all over these videos. Yeah, mm-hmm. man. We talk about the Miss Yelly is the Aaliyah. Come on. That was that was the era of the music video. Yeah. That's right. That's right. Exactly. That was the era. Like, that was like the reinvention era of the music yeah. video, right? Hype Williams, Paul Hunter. Because Marco you guys are coming Manic, from Spike Jones. many movies yeah. with yeah. Michael Jackson mm-hmm. yeah. into the video era where it was popping. Yeah. Yeah. Like and the dance, the choreography that you guys were doing with these artists, it was like you guys are you guys are already known for the Michael Jackson stuff, but now yeah. you on MTV, you on BET, yeah. all these videos are coming about. Now it's the music video. The ad- adaptation of you guys right. adapting to the times. That's right. That's and right. And R&B was though. huge. Yeah. yeah, R&B like was like on that way in terms of that was pop music. Yeah. yeah. So everybody was into it, right? So yeah. that's why music videos was such a huge thing because obviously it was promoting their single or their album. But that's when everybody was doing music videos. Man, yeah, man. every single body, yeah, man. man. And we happened to have the connection to do just about every music video. Yeah. Today, yeah. in yeah. terms of being in the 90s. It Come on, crazy. don't just say music videos. Let's start going down the list. Because we said we, we did the uh, the Aaliyah one. Yeah, we and did. then you guys did the one um, with Missy Elliott. Yeah, yeah. Well, that so one. Tell that, us what the resume that we is. Actually, that we actually dan- uh, uh, choreographed and danced in. It was me, Tone, and Fly Styles, uh, yeah, another wow. uh, cap of my crew. Backstreet Boys yeah. was another big one, which was, uh, what was that, Larger Than Life, man. We went on tour with them brothers, and we, we actually ended up becoming choreographers and creative yeah. directors for them. Come on, man. Shout out to the Backstreet Boys. You know what I'm saying? That's our brothers right there. Uh, man, Mystical, what did a video for Mystical? We did <laughs> Pink. No, it, it, uh, Pink, Pink, but uh, also, uh, you know, no, that's when No Limit was huge. Yeah, yes. No Limit was huge. Yes. We did damn near every music video yeah. that they put out, because they you know, they probably had like 100 music videos yep. at that time. So, like, I remember doing one for Misco, uh, Tone did one for Pink, let's see, who else uh, we man, did? Dude. Oh, uh, Nelly Furtado. Yeah. Oh, Jennifer man. Lopez. Jennifer Lopez, who Come was on, another man. man. That's, hey, shout out to J-Lo. Hey, J-Lo. Jennifer Lopez, our sister. But are these man. artists no at this respect. time, like, they're already recognizing you. Like, J-Lo had to be like, oh no, those are the dudes. No, nah, most definitely. Yeah. Our first big uh, thing with her was Get Right. Yeah, wow. We choreographed Get Right. Come on, man. Yeah, man. I was at, which is a big anthem for her, man. And you know, um, and man, she just came in, and you know, it felt like uh, she was our sister, man. Yeah, that's what it felt like. And uh, it, we just had a really great vibe with her, man. man yeah, and we did a lot of great work with her. Uh, but yeah, Jennifer Lopez, Mariah Carey, Madonna. We did five tours on, for Madonna, man. bro. Five tours, and Come we on, co- man. and we co-directed one of them, and we did the Super Bowl. Super Bowl. 2012. The Super Bowl yeah. that you know, 2012 yeah. Super Bowl. We did about as far as dancing and choreographing, we did about three or four of them. We danced in the Daniel Ross one, which was 1996. Yeah. We did four and Super Bowls. Then, yep, yeah. and then four Super Bowls under the belt. Yep, yeah, and then we did uh, one, one with Mike, one with uh, one with exactly, and then we did um, 
just so it was, many. Uh, <laughs> it was, it was, I, yeah. I need I, I need my agent to send my yeah. uh, <laughs> to do this properly. See, but that's that's the thing. Of like the resume alone, like you guys adapting to each you know each of the times because you guys coming from yeah. when the streets of Richmond. Yep. Now you kind of go oh J Lo oh Pink. Mm-hmm. Right. Now you know you working with the Balangis, you know artists like that. You got to yep. adapt to what they want to do. Mm-hmm. But it's it's just crazy how you guys are still relevant in the game to this day. Right. Because we were just talking about the ones you guys have. You know the musical in in, in, in New York Bro- in Broadway. Yeah. Tell us about that. How that came about. Woo man, bro. Okay. Uh, what the well? Let's talk about MJ Musical yeah. first. Well, yeah, I mean, so how that came about was obviously through the Michael Jackson estate. Yeah. They were already um, already pre-planning the Broadway show. Got it. And then uh, we got a call. They were like, uh, yo, so uh, we're putting together a Broadway show, and yeah. I would love to see if you guys are interested on sitting down with the director, Christopher Wilden. Yeah. Shout out because he just won... You know, uh, a yeah. Tony for we won four Tonys. Come on, four Tonys. Come on, <laughs> and uh, so he was like, you know, yeah. So we good. We went to. It was like just as long as uh, you paying for the dinner. <laughs> 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 now, nah, but uh, so we met up, had a dinner meeting. Was great. All we did was just tell stories. He just wanted to know a little bit more about our process. Yeah, yeah. and how we get down in, in the studio, how we relate to a lot of these people, and uh, he just loved. The way we were yeah, we, pitching we, our, our whole story, yeah. how we off. get down. Yeah. And he was and then literally we got the call literally the next day from the state was like, they love you. Wow. They want you to fly to New York and start getting involved with the early beginnings of putting the Broadway show together. MJ. And, I mean, and that and that's and that's big shout out to Christopher Wooden for having that trust in us, man. Yeah. Because, you know, it was really up to him whether or not he wanted us to come in and help collaborate. And he was open to it. Yeah. So yeah, he, he had the last say. Yeah, he did. He did big time, and you know, and and that turned out amazing. We all went down down the road. I mean, the story that was put together by Lynn Nottage, yeah, uh, Christopher Wilden, who not only directed it but like was the main choreographer overall. He he trusted us with coming in with making sure that Michael Jackson's movement was respected and authenticated. Yeah, um, Derek, who uh, was the set designer, who production designer, who created a a freaking amazing platform for us to even create on. Jason Michael Webb, big shout out to the, you know, just the creative team in yeah. general, uh, uh, Michael Balderrama. Like we all came in together and we had, all of us had a purpose, yeah. right? Which was great. And it was a purpose that put a lot of egos to the side. Yeah. Because the biggest purpose was Michael Jackson, yeah. right? And to hold his name in honor and hold his story in honor. And not only that, uh, hold his music in honor. Yeah. Which was, that's that's everything about the show, yeah. that. And we came together, man. We created something amazing to where it won four Tonys, man. Come on, man. Best leading music uh, musical uh, actor, which was uh, Miles, uh, Frost. Miles Frost, who he beat Hugh Jackman and Billy Crystal, which was like first yeah. young wow. black male in history. Of to win the Broadway, Tony. To win That's the Tony. Crazy. 22 years old, bro. Yeah. Best choreography, you know what I'm saying, which we, uh, we had Come a lot on. to do with. I was about to say. Along yeah. with Christopher Williams yeah. and Michael Balderrama and, and the rest of the dance team. Uh, and it won Best Sound. And it won best lighting. Come on, and then we we're talking about. Was, I, I remember hitting you when the the premiere was going on in New York. That's mm-hmm. right. And I just I hit Rich. I was like, bro, the brothers. I said, you guys are doing your thing. Yeah. Because still to this day, the relevancy is still there. That's yeah. right. And then it, we we talked about this last night too of being at the ones. How did you guys get involved with the ones okay, at so, Mandalay Bay? Okay, that's amazing. Mm. I'm, I'm glad you brought that up. So MJ uh, MJ one was um, was something that came together by this relationship that 
Michael Jackson Estate created was Cirque du Soleil. Got it. That that first creation was MJ Immortal. Yeah. MJ Immortal was a was an actual tour that went around the world. Oh wow! Right, and it did. A, it did the. the it, it was, was the, a record. It, yeah, it was a. The, I think they got a, a an award for the longest running Cirque tour show ever. Yeah, wow. of all time. We did all these cities. Yeah. Obviously, Michael is known worldwide, yeah. globally, right? So anywhere from China to Japan to Europe, all over so, Europe, and, and South had, America. And they chose us to do the PR marketing, so they flew us to all these countries before the tour went. Wow. To the country. So you guys were the face at that point. So, yeah. so it was so it was really amazing. But we were brought in at that process, mind you, that first collaboration between the estate and Cirque du Soleil was right not too far off from when Mike ascended to the next yeah. level. Okay. So it was really sensitive and emotional at yeah. the time. So all of us, you know, it was, was really great about that was a lot of people that collaborated with Mike over the years from like tours and all that were brought in. Greg Phil Gaines, yeah. who a master a uh, keyboardist, a ranger, he came in. He was Michael's MD one time on yeah. Bad. Uh, bait, the bass player, Don Boyette, guitar player, John, rest in peace. Uh, a, lot of, a lot of musicians were brought in. We were brought in from yeah. the history tour. Jamie King, who was the director of that, of that actual show, was a dancer on the Dangerous Tour. Wow. Uh, like a, a lot of Michael Jackson's alumni family were brought in to collaborate with Cirque du Soleil, yeah. as you know, who's an amazing company Man. with what they do. So we did that. That was a that was a great collaboration. From there, opened up MJ One. Yeah. Right. So then we came back together again, and we went down the process up in cold ass Montreal. <laughs> Gosh, Canada. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know our, our cousins up in the north, right? So uh, you know that process came together because MJ Immortal was such a successful thing. Yeah. You know the estate and Cirque du Soleil. You know they. I mean, what was next? What yeah. was next was an actual residency down here in Vegas. Come on. And then we went there to collaborate. We, man, it was great. And this, this, that second time around when we came back together, the vision was a lot more clear. Yeah. It was more crystal because, you know, when we did the MJ Immortal, again, we were all like still mourning. Yeah. Mourning his passing, yeah. right? And uh, it was really great to be able to collaborate still to this day. Uh, you know, furthering his legacy yeah. and holding that man in honor. You know what I mean? Man. So that show right now is going on 10 years, ten, right? Ten, MJ1 ten years, is going on man. 10 years. The show is amazing. As you know, we Come went on. there last night. When you say amazing, I was like a little kid. I was right. in there with Cyril Rich, KT was in there, and it just takes you back to that time. That's right. Yeah, you know, he, all the, the music, like yeah. the nostalgia in there was crazy. That's yeah. right. And I caught myself dancing. You know, just when we, we grew up yeah. on Mike. That's you know, right. I had the it's beaded shirt. DNA. And it, and it was just just to see the music, like, and it pumping through the crowd That's like right. that. Mm. That's right. And you've seen everybody from white, black, Asian, everybody, I'm talking about old, young, was in yeah. there enjoying this show. Bro. And when I say a Vegas show, like I've been to a lot of, I went to the Jabberwockies when we went to yeah, the that's Jabberwockies. Right, yeah. That's right. But this is Shout the first out. time. I went to, yeah, shout out to Jabberwockies, Sh Shout man. out to the Jabs, Jabs my brothers, yeah. But going to see this show like that, I, I hit everybody after we went to the show. I said, you guys got to go watch the show. Just <laughs> because as a that, fan yeah. growing up, you guys got to watch them. Because you don't really, you see the billboards like, right. okay, that's kind of a cool. Now yeah. you have all these like MJ ones that did, but this is the actual one. This, this is the is one. This is the one, yeah. bro. So when you this go to that official. one, that's the official one. Yeah. Not the bootleg ones. Not the, nah, 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 nah. But tell us a little bit about the passing of Michael Jackson. How did you guys take that? Because that had to be huge for you guys just being having that relationship. Yeah, man. It's, that was hard, man. Yeah, yeah. I mean, definitely emotional day uh, just because of all the history that we had with him yeah. prior to his passing. But, um, I mean, we were in uh, – he was overseas. I was in Los Angeles 
in the editing room cutting this um this uh this video music video that we directed yeah and he was on doing maintenance work on the tour madonna the, yeah, madonna, madonna tour, tour right? the sticky and sweet yeah so we was in two different places but when we got the news and all i know is just when i got the news i couldn't i didn't believe it yeah i thought it was all fake yeah you know what Straight I, and i started looking at you know, looking up uh, all these different sources, like, and then obviously it started coming back. Yeah. It's like, it's true, it's true. It's like, and it didn't really hit me until like late night. Yeah. And then when I when I was done with work, I was at home and sipping on a glass of wine and I was just like, thing, I was like, wait a minute. This is real. Oh, shit. Yeah. This shit is real. Yeah. And I was just, I just knew I was just shedding tears, man, that whole night, man. It was, it was. Yeah, it was hard, man. Yeah, you know what I mean, because this 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 is the brother that changed our life. A absolutely. Yeah. You know, no disrespect to all the other artists. Yeah. That that we work with, but we still work for him today. Yeah. Yeah. I can't say that a lot to uh, to posthumously. Yes. I absolutely. Mean, you, you get what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's it was definitely uh, emotional for me, man, on so many different levels, man, because I wouldn't be here talking to you. Absolutely. If it wasn't for him. Yeah. Right. That's right. Yeah. You know, I, I, I was in in London, man. We were rehearsing. The uh the hot, the sticky and sweet tour Madonna, and um, oh man, I was in the movie theater watching Transformers. I remember yeah. this. So I was out with some of the cat, you know, some of the dancers and stuff. Right, my phone blowing up, and I'm over just I keep you know whatever. Yeah, whatever. And then after a while, I just one of the guys that was sitting in front of me turned, put his phone to my face. I was like, dude, look at this. And I looked at him. I was like, what now? Nah. Fake. Then I went yeah. to my my phone and I saw just all these messages Man. and just phone calls, and so I'm never going to believe anything, right? Up to you know, at all. Yeah. And so who do I call? I call Tom. Yeah. My brother, right? I was like. Is this shit true or not, man? Because man, I ain't gonna. I ain't, I'm not gonna watch the news. I ain't exactly. Gonna to nothing else, right? Tom was like, bro, it's true. That's crazy. Man, dog, I was just like, oh man. Got in, the got in the taxi from the movies, turned the radio on. And it's all over the radio. It's all over the radio, bro. Yeah. It's just yeah. like, oh, my God. And then that was further, you know, that was the further, like, oh, man. It started to set in. It started to yeah. set in. Got to the hotel. <clears throat> I bought myself a bottle of yeah. Jack Daniels whiskey. I drank that all by myself, crying man. all night. You know what I'm saying? Just like I couldn't believe it. Showed up the next day to rehearsal because, you know, you got to get up yeah. to work. Of course, you know Madonna's there. Mm -hmm. Man, I remember, man, it was just, it was just so sweet of her, man, because she knows our history with and knows Michael the relationship, yeah, and all that. So we, we, you know, why don't I walk up and you know she's like standing over there, and I'm just, you know, I'm just standing about you know ten feet away from her, just you know everything's about to start. She calls me over and just like Richmond, come here. I was like, and I came over and she just hugged me. Yeah, man, she just hugged me. I started crying, man. Yeah, and she was like, it's okay. Yeah, it's okay. Cause it's and, crazy uh, because as a fan, <clears throat> as fans, like as a fan, I, I cried because I'm such a big music fan. Mm -hmm, that's right. And to have the relationship that you had and Madonna hugging you, like just kind of just consoling you Bro, at man, that point. It was it was everything, man, because you know, there's three people that Tony and I look at as the Trinity of pop music, right? That that sort of changed space and time for the music industry. You know, one is Prince, right, from Minnesota. Yep. Rest in peace, Prince Rogers. Paisley Park. You know what I'm saying, Nelson. Um, the other is Madonna, who's from Detroit, Michigan. You know, yeah, Michigan, which is another northern state. Yep. Uh, and Michael. 
Come on. Gary, Indiana. Come on. Ain't it crazy that all three of them is from the northern states of America? And that's crazy how their talent still to this day it's, lives on. It yeah. still lives on. Like, yeah. they the ones that change space and time, right? Yeah. So, like, what's really, it's, it was just really surreal to, like, get that, you know, be, to be consoled by one of the, the queen of pop, Come right? on. And she knew, she's, this is what's amazing about her is that she knew what was going on, yeah. right? And she was, she, she still led. You know, she didn't, you know, she didn't like break or anything, but she let, I can tell she was mourning also. So then we talked about like, how can we, how can we, uh, how can we commemorate his, 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 his legacy to a degree? So we put this little piece in the show in, you know, in dedication to, to Michael, right? And this is what's crazy, man. When we first did it, so we had someone in, in, in the, in the, uh, one of the dancers just like sort of like. We dressed him like Mike to a degree, right? Like Michael to a degree, and then he did some moves, and then, you know, we created the scenario where Madonna would sit back with some of her dancers, and she'd just be egging Michael. Yeah. You know, that that was like the thought of the whole thing. Man, let me tell you how it worked. Man, it worked so well. Come on. Because everywhere we went in Europe, whenever that section would come on, and and like this this, per, you know, this person that we had come up playing Mike. Bro, when I tell you like thousands and thousands, the crowd, yeah. they just went wild, yeah. man. Right when they saw it, like, it was like it was like the queen of pop and the king of pop. Come on, you know, in theory, yeah, yeah. on stage, right? Yeah. And it was the queen that's just giving it up to the king, right? And I'm just like, that was, <gasps> that was like the concept to a degree. Yeah. And everybody respected it and Come they on. loved it. From Norway to Spain, yeah. to you know, to France, to everywhere we went, bro. Every time that 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 happened in the show, it was like the highlight of the show. Yeah, because it, it had a worldwide effect. Yeah, Man, and that's why I said you know when I had you brothers in here, I had to ask you because that's such a big part of your life. Like you just said, Tony. I mean, yeah. you can't really go without. But now to this day, you guys are doing things still posthumously. You know, with with my MJ not being here in the physical mm-hmm. form, you guys are still keeping the legacy alive with the estate, yeah. with the musical, with mm-hmm. the you know Mandalay mm-hmm. and everything you guys are doing now because. When you think of Michael Jackson, like especially for us being from the Bay and knowing that you know the family was over there with MJ, that's the first thing I kind of thought of too. Like, man, when that happened, my first thing was like, man, I wonder what Rich, how Rich and Tone is doing about this thing, yeah. because you know, you know, it's, it's, you, it's like a family member. Yeah, it really you know what I mean. At that point, right. really you is. guys, a real family member, but as a fan, you take it as a family member passing. That's exactly. what it felt like. Yeah. It felt like the amazing uncle yeah. that was always there for you just passed exactly. on and you didn't know what happened. Yeah. That's what it felt like. Yeah. That's funny you said that. <laughs> that's, what that's what it felt like, man. The amazing- that's crazy, yeah, man. man. But it's just good to have you guys. I always wanted to have you guys in here. When I started this podcast thing, I had my wish list. And Rich and Tone was always on the top of the list. And I was telling you know some of my friends, I said, dude, watch when I get Rich and Tone. Because we could sit here and do three, four hours on what you guys, I want, I mean, what your career has been. Yeah. But I wanted to bring you guys in and give you your flowers because to this day, you know, you guys being family members, we're talking about, we're seeing you on the screen all the time. Mm. Like, they can look up all these videos that you guys had. And then you guys are starting to kind of pay it forward by doing these dance schools, you know, yeah, doing yeah, stuff yeah, you guys right. are doing. We also helped out cats like, you know, Hefa Kwika. Yeah. Shout out to our Tongan Toko brother, man, from Utah. Um, another person that we also like was like really um, it was really great to meet her and to see her flower up yeah. to what she became was Paris Goble. Shout out Paris, New Zealand, man. man. Yeah. Like, we we actually worked on MJ One together. She yeah. did a couple numbers on MJ One. Nice. Yeah, man. Mm. So like it was really great for like wow, there's three Samoans working yeah. on this. You know, come on, man, and doing we, it for the culture. Yeah, yeah, big time. And she's doing her thing, man. Yeah. And like 
there's a lot of it, it what really feels good is that Tony and I started something that we didn't know what was going to turn into yeah and to be able to be an inspiration to not only uh, Polynesians here on the mainland but over back in Samoa Australia and New Zealand and Hawaii man. come on like everywhere we go man when they recognize us it's love yeah and you know and, and as it always mm. should be because you know how it is with us yeah. we all come from the dot come on yeah a dot on the globe yep and it's it should always and that's one thing I love about our, our culture is that Whenever we see someone that looks like us, yeah, it's always love. Automatic, it always. Ain't, it, it's always love. Automatic. I mean, that's and the it way. Doesn't, it doesn't matter where you where you from because it don't. Uh, yeah. A lot of that time, you know, when we was in Japan with Mike, man, we met up with all these homos out there. Yeah. We was like, wait a minute, you you live out here? Yeah. It's like, yeah, man, I came out here. I work out here. That's how we met Konishki. Yeah. Konishki and Mu- that's crazy. And, and and Mushashi Maru. Yep. Like, and you know these these guys were like you know Kanishka as you know he was the first yokozuna yeah uh, uh, ever yes. uh, non Japanese yokozuna ever Boy, Sumo remember, wrestling. remember yeah. he was on Sports yeah. Illustrated like he came to watch the show when we was on tour with Michael oh man it's a good story yeah and man we was at the hotel afterwards and and one of the ba- one of the uh, backup, backup singers, singers came up to us like hey man I, I, somebody's looking for y'all bro I'm my man bro. He's looking for y'all, man. You yeah, know, yeah. like because we we just got through doing the show. Yeah, we come back to the hotel. We get the call from uh, one of the backup singers, Kevin Dorsey. He's like, man, and he was like, hey, I think you, y'all y'all need to come down. Yeah, you might want to come see this. Yeah, 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 because yeah. there's a whole there's somebody like, looking for like y'all. a whole crowd down here. But uh, <laughs> they ask they ask it specifically for y'all too. Yeah. yeah. So we come down and it don't look good. See, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then we come down, the whole lobby is packed, and you see flashes going on. It's like, hey, is Mike in the lobby? Yeah. Man? It's like then next thing you know, the sea of people just open up and there's this big ass dude <laughs> standing and walking it's towards us. Yeah. It was like, who the hell is that? Yeah. I mean, he looked like one of our people. Yeah. This is our first time meeting him. Wow. He was like, Rich and Tone. He's like, What's up, brother? <laughs> and then he and then he, he gives us one big bear hug. It was like, yo. yo. And I and obviously he was like, Oh shit, that's the that's the sumo that's wrestler. That's the dude, that's yeah. Kanishki, yeah. 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 And then, you know, we, we chopping it up, you know, all these fans taking pictures and all that. And then next thing you know, we run into uh, uh, Wayne Nagin. Wayne Nagin, yeah. Who is Michael Jackson's head of security. Yeah. At that he, time. Yeah. And he was, uh, he was in the lobby, too. He sees Konishki because they met during the bad tour. Oh, wow. So they so already had a relationship. They, yeah. Mike and Konishki already knew each other. Yeah. They're already friends. So Wayne comes over. He was like, hey, y'all want to go see Mike? It was like, uh, yeah, so us three, including with Wayne, we jumped in the elevator, this private elevator, and we go all the way up to the top floor. Yeah. Right. Man, open the door, man. Mike over there just chilling with his family. And then he walk in. He walked straight up to Kuniski. He was like, Kuniski. They, they do a, <laughs> yeah, man, man. they do the whole thing, wow. man. And was I was so like, crazy. we just over here witnessing. Yeah, it. yeah, like, yeah. He flies on the wall like, holy, what's flies going on? on wall, yeah. Man. So we, now we over here taking pictures. And, and then <laughs> next thing you know, we taking a picture and then uh, Kuniski grabs, scoops up uh, Mike, holding him like a baby, <laughs> yeah. taking pictures. I'm like, and that photo, that, that photo exists. Yeah. Like you, when you come across that photo, that's the, that's the story behind the photo. Well, see, we gonna put that up on one of the clips too. Yeah. <laughs> we gonna get that photo and put it on one of the clips. <laughs> and so what was really beautiful. The next day, he's like, I'm gonna come pick you up. Yeah. And bring you down to the stable. That's what they. That's what, what, what we do. So yeah. so so he came and picked us up. It was like the stable. We didn't know what it was. I'm thinking like horses and shit. I think it's a restaurant. You know, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? The stable, right? We go in. Massage it, parlor. <laughs> and, it's, and, it's, it's, <laughs> and then it's the sumo wow. uh, stable. So where they, where they, they train. They train. Yeah. And, and so we, we come in. We're like, oh, my God. Like, 
you know, future sumos, like, you know, it's like the young ones and then the older ones. And obviously Konishki, who's like, you know, he's top, he's, of, the he's top. The top of the top. Yeah. So he's like, you know, respect level wise. And then we met the the masters. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? The sensei there. Like, on, and he was this old Japanese short, he was a short Japanese guy. And he looked like he like, yeah, don't fuck with him. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> and it was really beautiful. And yeah. we saw how they trained. And then, you know, we saw how they, you know, like these guys were like, uh, Really flexible, like one guy was stretching his. He put his leg up here. and was like, wait, how? how he's so big. How is he yeah. able to? So it was <laughs> that flexibility, yeah. flexibility, man. And so, and after that, we ate, we ate with him, and they cooked for. Hold him. on, wait, wait, Yo, wait, man. Man. When you say you ate with him, we're talking about <laughs> eating with a sumo wrestler. Yeah. So Yo, what are we eating? Big pot of rice in the middle, and you have all this <laughs> stuff around. It was like all kinds of meats and all. Yeah. Of course, we told him, it was like, bro. At that time, we was just still eating chicken, so yeah. like, I don't eat no beef or no pork. We might have a little bit of chicken, so we had a little chicken rice yeah. and all that, and it was it was great, man. Come on, man. Which because they get treated like Michael Jackson out there too. Oh man, oh, they're huge. They, they, they rock stars out there. Oh, they're huge. They're man. rock stars out there. Rock stars, yeah, yeah the Come big on, time man. celebrities, man. I wanted to tell the story um, when you guys were with Aaliyah before. Mm. We, oh yeah, sure. You, I was I was want to be a VJ. So it was in San Francisco. Yeah, yes. Frisco. Rich yeah. and Tone are with Aaliyah. And I, I'm in line, you know, trying to be a VJ on MTV. It uh-huh. uh, didn't work out, but it's cool. But nonetheless, <laughs> you guys are over there, you know, doing rehearsal stuff. And I go, mm-hmm. Rich and Tone. So you're like, oh, come meet Aaliyah. And I'm like, oh, shit, bro. And I'm sitting in line. Everybody in line are like, oh, you know that? Oh, no, that's family. I get out of the line, you know, because I'm supposed to go do my little thing. Word. Out yeah, of line, I, I go that. with you guys in San Francisco. I think it was Fort Mason or something. It was, Fort Mason. We go to Fort Mason, and then you guys take me in the back. We meet Aaliyah, and I'm like, dude, I go home. I think I even said, for the hell with the VJ shit. I don't met Aaliyah <laughs> with Richard Tone. We met her. You guys did your oh, performance. I'm sitting right there, and it's on MTV. And I'm in the front row, and, and you guys are dancing with Aaliyah. And I'm, it's crazy how it goes from that to this. Yes. Look at that. And it goes full circle. And that's what I'm saying. When you say legends, you know, we don't don't throw that word around lightly because we want to give you your flowers and tell you that what you guys have been doing, we've been watching for years, what you guys have been doing. Two Samoan kids from Richmond, California, still relevant in the game today, posthumously through Michael Jackson, doing Mm -hmm. what you guys do. But everything that you guys see on YouTube from the Jennifer J-Lo's and the Missy's. And Chris Brown, by the way. Chris Brown, Usher. Usher, Uh, Check the resume. Yeah, if you man. guys don't already, man, Rich and Tone, that name runs synonymous through this entertainment industry. I'm just saying keep doing what you guys are doing, brothers. Is oh, there love. anything for somebody watching the podcast, watching you guys' story that you want to say to these kids that are in your position that you guys were when you were kids? Man, I just want to say just uh, trust your gut. Uh, always be respectful. Hold, hold yourself in honor. And never, ever forget about your parents. But follow your dreams and, and make also, sure you follow. And also to add to that, too, as well, is the... Uh, do your research, man. Man. You know, it's very important to understand where a lot of this stuff comes from. Yeah. That's right. Right? Because you can't move forward without knowing what came in the past. Right? So, do you know, whatever you want to do in life, you know what I'm saying, there's a beginning to it. Yeah. Right? And just understand, there's a history. Learn it. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's going to only make you better. That's right. At what you want to achieve and all your goals that you, you, you plan for yourself. Come on. Just do the homework, man. Yeah. That's a lot the of most people, important thing. They're, they're not doing the homework nowadays, guys. No, this not. generation is, is dependent on social media to yeah. do the homework for them. Yeah. And that's yeah. why I wanted to have you guys on the show what the, what the hard work can pay off is. Because some people say, okay, if I got a good little viral video that can do it. Nah, you're taking, you're taking the elevator when you should be taking the stairs. That's right. Exactly. Come on, man. But I want to thank you, brothers. Rich and Tone, my thank family you. members. But you guys are going to see this. This episode is going to go crazy because when people realize what the story is, because we were talking the other day, you guys are really like to talk about what you guys do. I was like, nah, nah. On the podcast, we got to talk about these accolades. We got to talk about what you guys did because for not only for the culture, for just in 
humanity in his own right. Mm-hmm. What you Word. guys did Respect. is a lot, bro. Come Respect, on, man. man. And, you know, we want to give you flowers in the, in the right way and say, Usos, we're proud of you. And everybody watching this podcast know that you guys did a lot for the culture that you guys, that, that people don't even know that you guys did. Man, that's respect, man. Come on, man. That, and, man. And, and, and it's an honor to be here on your podcast and Thank to you, see brother. what, to see your growth in the game, knowing from what, where we all come yeah. from and just to see where you at, bro. It, it is an honor for us to be here to be able to have this exchange. Yeah. And to further inspire the next generation. generation. Come on. And we've always, we do it for our people. Samoans, we do it for our people. Our fellow Polynesian brothers and sisters also. Hawaiians, Tahitians, Tongans, yep. Maori, all, yeah. all, all we do Pacific. it, everyone. This is, we represent not only Samoa, but we represent the Pali culture, man. So always remember that when you see us, we are y'all. Come on, man. Yeah. RT Brothers is here. Western Conference Podcast, Rich and Tone. See you on the next one. Peace. Choo! Mm-hmm.